Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. Missed you, Jim. This isn't fair. I wanted to like live w- with you. <laughs> I had so much fun in Cleveland. I've been telling everyone about it, and everyone goes, well, "What'd you guys do?" Then nothing. <laughs> not much, because that's all I wanted. To did do. you really have a good time? Yeah, I did. Did you not? Do you not think I had a good time? No, I. The whole neighborhood knows you had a good okay. time. <laughs> Great, good. Well, your neighborhood's filled with half of the people that live there are on the Cleveland Browns football team. Yeah, actually, um, well, Miles Garrett's back in town because his like $120,000 Audi was parked in the middle of the road. Woo! Literally, I had to drive around it. But the the house across the driveway from us just got bought by the Browns, too. Okay. Did they? And who are they going to put in that home? You never know. Um, I told Sarah, like, what if uh, what if they draft Baker Mayfield and he moves in? I think I texted that to you. Yeah. I said, what? What what if that happens and you said move? Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, you got a baby. He, he's going to be up all hours of the night. Not the baby, but Baker Mayfield will. <laughs> and uh, I think you just need to move. I think that's the, probably the best solution. Do you, I don't think they're going to draft him, Jim. I think they're going to draft. No, uh, I don't think they should. I think they do that. That dude from uh, Wyoming's getting a lot of praise, and I think that's uh, Cleveland might be his landing spot. Well, that's an upgrade from Wyoming, isn't it? Uh, well, it's still the Cleveland Browns, and I'm not trying to poo-poo on them, but the oh, man, they They're could use a win. Stuff. They could use They're, a win. Yeah. Not even just a, a winning season, just a uh, win. A win, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty clear with using a win. I'm rooting for them. I think the whole world's rooting for Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I think they just want something good to happen for them. That's, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, do we do we stall? Do we stall enough? Do you have enough? <laughs> Do you, do you have enough time to look at uh, some more uh, picks? Should I have researched when? Should I have started at five, and not one researching? Is that a bad move? Oh, it's um, fine. I'm going to be fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Can another question? How uh, many boats do you have on your list? How many helicopters and how many magic carpets? Do you want to know my list? Well, I suppose we should talk about your list during the show. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm ready if you are there, sir. You want to go? You I'm. Wanna do this? I'm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What do you have to talk about? I have stuff to talk about. We should. I know. Let's start the show. I should say the thing where I do the thing, and then we'll do our thing. Is that right? That work? Yeah. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Tom and Jim's top five. I am Thomas Skull. Oh, oh party! And <laughs> um, joining me tonight is James. Hold on, Uh-oh. James. 
Elrond doubt? That comes from uh, Jimothy Elrond doubt comes from uh, Buddy Aiden at Podcast of the Month. Of course he does. Yeah. And, uh, yep. And uh, I think there's something Elrond. I think is a Lord of the Rings character. <laughs> I think that's where okay. he's going with that. A um, couple other guesses on your middle name. If Elrond isn't it, I'm assuming okay. it's not. Uh, it, it isn't. No. Uh, Joe Guy. Uh, he sent in two. Um, Jim Tilda Swinton doubt. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you look alike, which is good. And um, the other one is James <laughs> Erodite doubt. I don't know what an Erodite oh, man. is. These good guesses. There's some uh, good guesses. Uh, but yeah, uh, any of those three, Jim? Are we close? Further. Further, further away. Further away. Speaking of your middle name, Jim, we were off last week. Um, yes. I was a guest on another podcast. You were a guest on another podcast, but I want to talk about yours. You were a guest on our friends over there at ABC Bags podcast. Yeah. And yes. If, for those of you who don't know, you go check out their show, but they pick a letter, they take a letter, the alphabet, and then they just, re, they like when they did last season, they did E, and the whole show was about, they did the show from inside an elevator. Yeah, um, uh, they just did a C. Um, they played charades right. over the phone, <laughs> which is over the phone on a po- podcast is an interesting take on charades. Uh-huh. But check uh-huh. it out; it's pretty funny. So they do fun things like that, and so they they decided to do J for Jim, right? Uh, yes, yes, and no. Um, okay, I I told them I didn't want to know what we were going to do because I listen to their show, so I know something is going to happen. It's not going to be. <laughs> It's like a normal. Jimmy Fallon interview, right? <laughs> right. Um, so and I didn't want to know. I, I told them I don't. I don't want to know. Okay. And so they said it was Jay for Jim. What it ended up being was, I don't want to ruin the show. Okay. Because I want everybody to listen to the show because it's very very funny and it's a great concept. But it, uh, it was Jay for Jim's middle name. That's all I'm going to say because that's not ruining anything. Because when you subscribe to them and it downloads immediately, that's going to be the title of it anyway. Okay. So perfect. That is the show. Okay. Okay. So they are okay. I like this middle name thing. Jim has has taken is is taken on new life. It is taken on a life. <laughs> it needs defibrillators. <laughs> it needs help. It definitely needs help. Um, we're we're and maybe maybe uh maybe one of these days we'll actually know your middle name. And uh, is is everyone okay over there? <laughs> Did you please? Sorry, I was getting I was getting ice. Ooh, Ice Ice Baby. Thank you for that. Yes. God, <laughs> it's a great song by Queen. Um, <laughs> all right, With the man. cameo of David Bowie. <laughs> um, so that was exciting. You're on that show. I was a guest on Nerds United. Um, uh-huh. Really cool show. Uh, Greg Mahachko, uh, he is the host of that. Uh, and uh, he he listens to our show. And he reached out to me, and he wanted me to be on a guest on their show, but he wanted me to watch uh, the Justice League movie before I went on the show. And uh, I had no intention, really, of seeing the Justice League. I, uh, I I like to make my own assumptions on movies, but, of course, it, it has gotten such bad reviews anyway. Um, but I did watch it, and we talked about it on a show. And please, you should go listen to Nerds United uh, to listen to my interview with him or – and uh, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun talking about Batman and Superman. Because you know what, Jim? You know I love my, me some Batman. So Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so check them out, too. You can find them on iTunes and all this stuff. They're, they're on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. So um, 
but yeah, so we weren't we didn't have a new show last week, but we were still doing our thing last week, which is kind of cool. Oh, we did our thing. We did our thing. Our thing. Our thing. And the reason we didn't have a show, Jim, is because you and I were together in Cleveland last weekend, and it was glorious. It was glorious. So much fun, dude. I had so much fun. I, I had a great time. I, yeah, it was fun. I enjoy. I got to meet your, you know, your young son for the first time, which is great. I've seen pictures and videos, and uh, but it's good to see him. And he's he thought I he thought my beard was something else. I tell you, <laughs> he, he he thought he just got a kick out of it, and he didn't just like stare at it, in, you know, inquisitively. He just laughed at it. So I understand. He you know people laugh at me all we'll, the time. So we'll say it was the beard. We'll say it's the beard. Yeah. Cute kid, cute as a button. Jim takes after his mother, and uh, yes. it was so nice to hang out, hang out with your wife as well. Um, a lot of people listening to the show thinks I think they think that she hates us both, and to get us both <laughs> in the room together was going to be a challenge. But it was a great time. I had tons hmm. of fun. And, it went uh, well. Yeah, it went well. Yeah, we. Um, yeah, you flew into town Friday. Uh, Friday. We did the rock. We didn't do the rock all that day. We did um, Great Lakes Brewery, and we did the Christmas Story House. Oh my God, the Christmas Story House was a blast! And I posted a bunch of pictures on our Tom and Jim's pages, but that was so much fun, dude. That was a good time. There was a lot of good. Um, our our tour guide was interesting, but uh, <laughs> to say the good least. info. <laughs> yeah. We watched. We watched a couple renew their wedding vows in the street in front of the house. Wow. That was it. Yeah, they were very that, emotional about it. They were. <laughs> yeah. My wife would have given me divorce papers. Right. If I would have tried to do that. Yeah. Um, then we played a lot of video games and watched a lot of Friday the 13th movies. <laughs> we watched. I was there for three days. I flew in Friday morning and flew out Sunday evening. And uh, we watched three Friday the 13th movies. <laughs> and uh, two, three, and four, if anyone's wondering. And. Uh, and we we played. I brought my Sega that I got for Christmas, and we played. I don't know how many hours of NBA Jam. And, oh my god! Uh, oh, it but was how many so games did we win? We played for like six hours. How many games did we win? Two, maybe three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was not good. I had I had Sega thumb. My thumb was hurting. <laughs> it was oh, it was awesome. It was so much fun. You brought me to. I, I, we, I mean, we can just go on a whole show about all the fun things. Yeah. But a couple highlights though. You brought me to that six uh, West Side Market. Yeah, where you just walk in and it's just meat everywhere. There's <laughs> jerky. There's a there was a lot not a live pig, a dead pig sitting there, and a bunch of uh, it was just meat. It was all these like vendors, and each one had different you know thing. Oh, it's so good. We bought some jerky, brought back to the house, which is awesome. Oh. And, yeah, and Great Lakes Brewery's court, and then it was cool. And the other brewery brought me to the next day. Fatheads Brewery it was so cool, so much fun. It reminds me a lot of. Uh, Bent Paddle Brewery here in Duluth, the same concept. You know, you sit in the pretty much in the the warehouse where they make the beer and just drink. It was so cool. Um, God, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, bucket list item knocked off for me. It was so. Jim, Jim, thank you for a great weekend. You know, and not only what we were at the Rock Hall, we were at the Rock Hall the Saturday before oh. the induction, and we watched. <laughs> For about twenty seconds, Richie Sambora played Dead or Alive. <laughs> right, we which, didn't know doing it. that was the best. We were we were just going through the museum, you know, the the Hall of Fame, and there was a, a there was a Bon Jovi cover band playing in like the atrium, which we you could hear, and then we were playing Wanted Dead or Alive, and I'm like, this kind of sounds good. <laughs> I leaned <laughs> lean over the railing, and I'm like, that's Richie Sambora's down there. <laughs> That was so cool, and I got a couple pictures, but basically it's just the top of his head. You can't really tell it's him, but yeah. Oh man, good time! And we went to the world's largest, our country's largest candy store. 
before I yep. flew out of town. <sighs> so much fun, Jim. We have to do it again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. you, you come to Duluth next, and I'll show you. I don't know if Richie Samboro will be here, but <laughs> um, but Pat Benatar is going to be here in a couple months, actually, which is, I know, one of your favorites. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Entire catalog. Uh, <laughs> right. All right. Uh, and we're, we are going to do a show today, by the way. We're doing our top five favorite uh, iconic TV slash movie cars, uh, not boats. But Jim might have a boat on his list. We don't know. We don't know. So we're we're gonna get into that. Um, we want a uh, couple things uh, to get into here. Just a couple uh, people wrote in. Um, so I wanted to uh, get to them. Uh, Joe Guy, who said he had a great middle name for you, Tilda Swinton, uh, said just checking out uh, this episode uh, was the baseball ones. She, in the baseball episode. He said, fun fact: I am also a major league Hollywood star, like Tom. Oh, I was an extra in Major League Three Back to the Minors. Oof. Awesome. That's a rough one. Um, all the baseball Wait, scenes. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. That's all right. All the all the baseball scenes I was in, uh, I was part of the crowd. Um, they were actually CGI, and they just had us moving around because there was not enough people. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That's just sad. Um, and he said we got Blimpies for lunch, and there was a raffle for an N64, which I lost. So that was his movie experience i didn't get a raffle for anything that's a pretty good one um and then abcd bags who you're just on they wrote in about the top five baseball movies and they said favorite thing about that episode was tom's tap dancing dog yes <laughs> yes and he uh he, i think he's upstairs right now so we may not hear him today but so thank you for writing in i know a lot of people wrote in about this subject so we'll get to that later um jim are you ready to get to it are you ready to get to this show yeah all right so top five iconic Favorite, however you want to say it, movie cars, TV cars. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I want you to start this week. Good. Can I ask you this? Do you have a complete list right now? Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. Okay. I do. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, my number one, um, I'm going to say a line from a movie. And I want you, sir, to. I, I, hope, you, I hope you can say the right, the right line. Is it, do you oh, think, boy. Oh, boy. I'm nervous. Are you nervous? Uh, oh, you my nervous? palms are sweaty. Okay. All right. All right. Well, everyone can relax. I found the car. It just needs some suspension work, some shocks, brakes, brake pads, lining, steering box, transmission, rear end, new wiring, uh, mufflers. Dude, where's my car? No. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. It's Ghostbusters. Yes. It only costs $4,800. Uh, it's the Ecto-1, Jim. I Did love that, yep. What's that? Yep, yep. Yep, yep. It's a, oh, I love Ecto-1. Uh, I love that. He's like, I found the car. It needs, like, everything. They could have just bought a brand new car, but whatever. Uh, it's such a good, it's such a cool car. It's one of my favorite cars. My son, I asked my son, of course, what his favorite car is, and he said Ecto-1. But this is my number five. And um, the Ecto-Mobile, or Ecto-1, it's a 1959 Cadillac limo-style end loader, which is uh, was an old ambulance basically from 1959 um and it's of course used in ghostbusters one and two and also in the cartoons it's drawn almost exactly like the movie one in the ghostbuster cartoon and uh it was designed by steven dane um whoever that guy is i don't know but that's that's what i found um anyway it um Speaking of that, Ray Stan says they paid forty-eight hundred in nineteen eighty-four. That would have cost about ninety-nine hundred in two in twenty-twelve dollars. That's the information I found. So uh, he got ripped off, 
basically what it what it means. And um, I love this car, dude. Just the sound of it. The, 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 the it's all white with the sirens and everything. It's so cool. It's absolutely cool. I would love to just ride around with you, Jim, and bust just busting ghosts. Can we go do that? <laughs> it's all I do. It's all we do. Um, yeah, I mean, there's tons of information, of course, on it, but everyone knows it from the movie. And and uh, I had when I had the real Ghostbusters toys when I was a kid. I had the Ecto One, which is cool. Um, so they came out with toys, of course. They came out with uh, Hot Wheels had replicas of the car. Um, uh, Ecto One, and then there's Ecto One A, which is the which is the Ghostbusters 2 version, which has had some modifications on it, if you remember the movie. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, there was three cars used in the movie. Um, one of the funny things is, it was, you know, they're, they're old cars. So the one you first see before they paint it and fix it up, um, that one they didn't own. Uh, they, was, they were leasing it from a guy. Um, and, uh, and they later did purchase it. Um, to convert it into an Ecto-1, which is, I believe, one that's at uh, Universal Studios on display. And <laughs> it, one of them was so bad that there's a scene where they're filming the movie uh, and they're driving across the Brooklyn Bridge. And it's a pretty iconic scene, letting Gray and uh, Winston are talking, and then just show the helicopter shot of them driving. And the car died immediately after getting across the bridge and never worked again. <laughs> so they, they got the shot, and then that car was that was done. They couldn't use it the rest of uh, rest of the time. I don't even think they fixed it up for Ghostbusters 2. I think they just scrapped it. Um, the, there's another uh, replica that was uh, of the, of the, from Universal Studios. They had a replica on display that was sold for uh, $80,000. That wasn't even one that was used in the movie. It was just a replica. So that, that was kind of cool. Um... Yeah, there's just a bunch of information on it, but I, I just love it. Like you said, there's three of them used, um, and uh, that's it. That's all I got on it. I don't know what else to say about it. Do you use this on your list? It is. It's on my honorable mention list. Okay, all right. Um, it's just awesome. I love it. I try to base my picks on, like I said, iconic cars, kind of cars that cars that were a character in these TV shows or movies. Yeah. And I feel like the Ecto one is definitely the like the fifth Ghostbuster. It's definitely the it's it's a character <laughs> of the movie. And I would have loved to drive around in it. Um, it probably wasn't the most comfortable ride. Um, but it's it's so cool. It's so cool. I remember being at Universal Studios when I was a kid, actually, and uh, the Ghostbusters would drive around on the streets. That there's actors dressed up as the Ghostbusters and so seeing it like live in person was cool. I thought that was awesome. And uh, yeah, that distinct sound is this is is absolutely uh, awesome. So, you got anything on the the, the Ecto One, Jim? No, I um, I like to. It sounds very dorky when I say it out loud, but I like to build model cars. Yeah, um, I like things that are like really tedious and take a long time and have a lot of detail. So I like doing that. Yeah, uh, and I've wanted to get the Ecto One because there's so many decals and stickers you can put on it. Yeah, uh, and I want to get cars from movies so i have i've done every batmobile um including the tumbler from the dark knight which is my favorite one nice uh my favorite model i have anyway and uh i've been wanting to get like that one and a couple other like iconic movie cars but just haven't done it 
Yeah. I thought you were going to say you actually have it. And I'm like, why didn't you show me this when I no, was? No, I would have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have showed you that. Oh, my God. I would have stolen it, just so you know. <laughs> I would have felt bad and told you about it. No, I wouldn't give it back, but I would have told you I stole it. Sure, well, that's honorable. Yeah. That's something. Um, but, yeah, there's my. that's my number five. Everybody can relax. I found the car. Need some suspension work and shocks and uh, brakes, brake pads, lining, steering box, transmission, rear end. How much? Only 4,800. Maybe new rings, also mufflers, a little wiring. Mm. Lipton. Tasty. Um, <laughs> for my list... I did movie cars, but they're also, I don't, I don't know if mine are like character types in the movie. Here's, okay, so my number five, I did a, I don't know if I can do a quote from this movie that you would pick up on right away. Okay. It's uh, the 2000 remake of Gone in 60 Seconds, and I did the 1967 Shelby GT 500. Oh, Jim, this is my number two. Is it really? Eleanor. Oh, Eleanor. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. She's a she's a beaut, Jim. She's a beaut, well, yes. Uh, first of all, that's like the one Nicolas Cage movie I love, and it's one of the first DVDs I ever had. I used to watch it just constantly. I love that movie. I love it, too. And this, the Mustang, and I don't even like Mustangs. I, I really don't, but I love this car. Right. And... and it's, I mean, it's a beautiful car in itself, but it sets apart from the rest of the cars in the movie because anybody who hasn't seen it, they have a shopping list of cars they have to steal in one night. And it's the only, from what I remember, the only classic muscle car on the list. I think a lot of them are like Mercedes, uh, Land Rovers, like expensive cars. Right, for the time. But modern cars. Yeah. yeah. I think but there's a nothing. few shots of some older cars, but really it's 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 like the new you know, Ferrari and new... I think there's a, I think there's like a Roadrunner in there. There yeah. are some muscle cars in there. You're right. Right, but not many. Not many. And this car definitely stands out among the uh, among the mix of of ones. I I loved it. I love the I love the movie. I love the car. There's the chase scenes are great in it. Um, let's see the original uh, from the original movie uh, was a 1971 Mustang sports roof remodeled to look like a 1973 and it was also nicknamed Eleanor right uh, for the 1974 gun in 60 seconds but if you look at that car yeah it's, it's a nice muscle car but again I don't love Mustang so right. I look at it I'm like yeah it's fine but the the GT 500 is like it's just beautiful you have to you have to see it it's gorgeous it's it's absolutely gorgeous um I want to I want to disagree with you Jim you said you're not sure if this would be a character of the movie this is definitely a character of that movie I would think it's got it a is. name. It's Eleanor. It does have a name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and actually, the original movie, it's the only uh, Ford Mustang Mach 1 in history to receive star title credits in a movie. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. That's cool. What else you got on this? That is all I got on it. Um, I got some stuff on it. Like I said, it's my, this is my number two. So good pick, Jim. Um, and uh, this is one of the few on my list that if I could ever own... That'd be great. Like, I know it's not practical. Yeah. Well, it should be practical that I can own Ecto-1. I think that would look great in my driveway. But I agree. Uh, Eleanor would be amazing. Um, like I said, it's, uh, I mean, it's just beautiful. I love it. The, just even the, the color, it's, uh, it's 
This one's a, a DuPont Pepper Gray, which I just love saying DuPont Pepper Gray. It's pretty but uh, it, in 1967 Ford Mustang Fastback, it's just it, it was designed because it was a little customized in the movie. Um, so it was, and that was designed by Steve Stanford. And um, depending on what source you ask, um, there was either 11 or 12 of the cars built by uh, Cinema Vehicle Services for the film, um, not including the. Um, uh, some of the promotional ones they used, um, but nine of them were shells, just like this, just the, for sh- certain shots, and three of them were actually functioning uh, cars, and um, those actually made it back to Cinema Vehicle Services. Um, and uh, of the surviving cars, three of them, uh, like I said, have been um, uh, they went to they went there first, but then they were auctioned off. Uh, one of them was sold in Scottsdale, Arizona, at the Barrett Jackson auction mm-hmm. in 2009. For That's right. $216,700, which is amazing. That's a lot of money for a car, especially you could buy a, norm, a Mustang now, what, for forty grand? So, um, And the next one was uh, sold in 2012 in the U.K. for about 95,000 euros, which I don't roughly know. Oh, I don't know what that would that would. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not doing a conversion rate on here. And then another one was sold for um, in 2013. Um, as the main, it was the main car. That's what it was touted as. One million dollars sold for. That's a lot of money. Dang. Yeah. Um, anyway, so all three claim to be functional builds for the movie. So um, that's why that's uh, that's why they probably sold for so much. If those people actually drive them, I'd be really shocked. Especially if you bought a car for a million dollars. But who knows? Um, oh no way. Yeah. I, no way. I would never drive it. <laughs> I would just rub it with a diaper. Um, <laughs> you don't even breathe on it. Don't look at it wrong. Um, all three, like I said, claim to be functional cars. Uh, the, there was two wrecked cars in the movie. Um, not sure if they were rebuilt. Um, there was a discrepancy on that. Some people say they they were, and some people say they weren't. So that was just kind of inf- interesting. That I found that information. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. Actually, in 2007 through 2009, Classic Recreations manufactured an Ele- Eleanor Mustangs under the license of um, Hilaki Films, Eleanor license- Licensing. Um, but after two years, they stopped doing that. Um, but so it's kind of cool. You can get an Eleanor Mustang, of, but it was the newer version, 2007, 8, or 9 version. Um, but yeah, such a beautiful car. I mean, just... they Of course, the, the movie, they're going to make great shots and stuff, but like just the first scene where they find it, you know, they're scouting the cars they have to go steal and they scout Eleanor and it's in this like garage and just the lighting on it and everything. It's like, man, that's the most beautiful car I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> pretty. And it's so weird. I know we have a lot of women who listen to our show and they're, they're probably rolling their eyes. Like why do guys like cars so much or whatever? And, uh, I don't know. There's just something about just the paint, the glisten off it, just the, the, the sound of it. It's just beautiful. It's just beautiful, and I'm not even a car guy. <laughs> it's just it's just something about it. It's so cool. But so great pick, Jim. This is a great pick. Well, you too. Well, thank. You. We saved the best for last. The '67 Shelby Mustang GT500. The GT500. Yeah, yeah. There she is. Yep. There's Eleanor. Eleanor's Memphis's unicorn. What's a unicorn? Fable creature. You know, the horse with the horn, impossible to capture. It's the one card, no matter how many times you try to boo, something always happens. 
We're gonna get through this this time, right? It's gonna be smooth. What's he doing? Easy. He's talking to her, man. Trying to get reacquainted. We only had a rough history. She almost got him killed a couple of times. Oh, I talking about. He flipped one on the Harbor Freeway. He went off the Long Beach Pier once. That's smooth, easy ride. I'm just gonna glide. Big night tomorrow, guys. Let's go home. Did you, did you get the picture? Yeah. See you tomorrow night, Eleanor. With your fine ass. All right, man. My uh, my number four. My number four. Well, I gotta scroll back down because I had to jump up to my number two because uh, you you had a great pick. Um, I jumped down. I'm sorry. Oh, you. Uh, my number four. Uh, when I think of iconic cars. It, this is obviously one because this whole t- television show was based around this car, <laughs> and it is the General Lee from Dukes of Hazard. Ah, uh, <laughs> yep. Is this on your list? It is not okay. because racism. <laughs> right, right. We'll get into that. <laughs> I knew it might take some crap for that. All right, racism aside, I love the General Lee. Um, it's a great car. It and it is ba- the, the whole show Dukes of Hazard is based up, around this car. You know, it, it yes, is. It's absolutely. A, it's it a, is the car. It is, yeah. That's the only reason you watch the show. I, I started watching some episodes last night. I think it's out there on Hulu or Amazon. And and uh, every show is exactly the same. You just want to see the car racing around Hazard County. And, and um, Daisy. Yeah, and Daisy. There's the only two reasons oh, to watch the show. She's gorgeous. Um, anyway, it's a 1969 Dodge Charger. Uh, I don't know if there was a color for that orange, but it, obviously everyone knows when they see the orange Charger. That's the that's the car from Dukes of Hazard, driven by the Duke boys, Bo and Luke. Um, oh, and then we don't talk about season five when their cousins Coy and Vance showed up. That was <laughs> so horrible. Um, known for its signature car horn, um, its police chases and its stunts, especially the long jumps that made no sense <laughs> in the show um and of course it, the doors were welded shut because you know you just had to do that so they could jump in there it makes it look cool um so, yeah the dukes always had to climb in and out of the windows which just seems so weird um the car appears in every episode but one there's actually one dukes of hazard episode that it does not appear in and the this is such a dukes of hazard title for an episode called mary Kay's baby <laughs> So whatever episode that was, did not, did not. Um, it's obviously a reference to the American Civil War General Robert E. Lee bears a Confederate flag, and uh, not cool. Okay, it's it's not cool. I I don't even want to get. It. I don't know how to even. That sucks. We don't. And it, it would it, if it didn't have the flag on it, it would be so much better. <laughs> so. And it, and it wasn't named after a Confederate general, but it's like. Uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, what are you going to say? I know. I, I, okay, I, I wrote down a couple of things on it because there was a big controversy, especially in 2015 after the Charleston, South Carolina shootings. Um, the Confederate flag really took – people really took a, offense to it even more, wanted it taken away from a lot of things. And um, a lot of people stood up for the fact that the show shouldn't be shouldn't – be, punished for it this and that um and i i agree that the it's just a prop in a show um but because it's just the show would be fine and that car would be fine without that that confederate flag painted on top it really would and so it just really doesn't in fact um there were the 
there's one, uh, the first General Lee, the, which that was made for the first few episodes, is called Lee One. It was actually purchased in when I got this in 2012 um, at Barrett Jackson in Scottsdale, the yeah. um, for a hundred and ten thousand dollars, or um, now uh, by uh, golfer Bubba Watson. I don't know if you oh, yeah. know that name. Uh, we just watched uh, the Masters when we were at your house, so we watched Bubba Watson shoot around. Yeah, that's right. Um, and during that controversy in 2015, he did state um, that because of what's going on, and um, he said, "I'm because he's the current owner of League One." He announced on Twitter that he would be. Oh, hold on. <laughs> what was that? Didn't... I was on the Barrett Jackson website, oh. and they apparently have a lot of music playing. Apparently, um, anyway, Bubba Watson announced after the, the controversy he was going to be painting over the flag on the car's roof. Um, after Watson's announcement, uh, Brian Graham's director of Volo Auto Museum offered to purchase Watson's General Lee, citing how Watson's car was significant because it was used in the fir- in the show's first season. It would would be worthy of inclusion in his museum. Um, and Watson Watson turned him down and painted over it, which I uh, it, it's pretty pretty good for him. I, I mean I, I'm I'm surprised you know that he did because it probably ruined the value of it. But I don't think that's why Bubba Watson owns it. I think he just likes the car. So um, yeah. so that's kind of cool. But anyway, besides all that, the car is iconic. It, it definitely is. It, it would be it would be really fun to drive, <laughs> and uh, at least doing the stunts they did in that show. Um, the car itself got 35,000 letters um fan letters a month during the peak of the show. Now, let me repeat that. The car <laughs> got the car. people who are fan of the car, just like they would fan of Bo and Luke Duke the actors, they would write fan letters. They wrote the car fan letters. I don't know how they thought the car was going to read them, but I don't. I don't know. Anyway, uh the estimated number of general lees used during the show, it ver- that also varies between who you ask, either between 255 cars or 325 cars used during the six or seven seasons of that show. Um, so approximately 17 still exist in various states of repair. On average, more than one generally was used per show because almost after filming one show, the, most of the cars were destroyed <laughs> because of the jumps <laughs> they would do. Um, to do the long jumps they would do, they would actually put five to a thousand pound bags of sand or concrete in the back uh, in the trunk to prevent the car from nosing over and flipping during some of those scenes you'd see. Um, and uh, later on, um, the later on. Uh, uh, the cars were uh, uh, some of the scenes were mi- used by miniatures, remote control cars, probably to save money because they spent so much money on cars over the years. Um, and so some of the, and they would use stock footage of old jumps, <laughs> so you go back and I guess some of them were like, hey, that was the same jump from whatever. I mean, if you watch that much Dukes of Hazard, and um, I did, yeah, I did when I was, I loved it. Um, Nineteen seventy Chargers were not used at all. Um, I know a lot of people think it's a nineteen seventy. Charger, um, that wasn't used until um, the 2005 uh, movie that came out. Um, so 1968 and 1969 Chargers were actually used for the show. Um, and uh, let's see here. I got a couple other things. I don't remember. Anyway, um, I mentioned Lee 1. Oh, Lee 1, Lee 2, and Lee 3 were the first three cars made. They named them Lee. Those are the names. And like I said, Bubba Watson bought the first one. But the other two were also sold off in auctions and stuff too. Um, a couple other things. Small, there's this sh- uh, the show Smallville. Jim, are you familiar? 
Yes. Yes. Okay. There's a scene. There's a scene in there. Um, one of the actors uh, from Dukes of Hazard, Tom Wopat, who plays Luke Duke, uh, plays a Kansas senator in the movie, and he has an, a friend. He's an old friend of Jonathan Kent in the show, and Jonathan Kent is played by John Snyder, who plays Bo Duke. And mm-hmm. there's a scene in there um, where the, the guy he fishtails the car. Um, and the car he's driving is a 1968 Dodge Charger, although it's painted uh, blue instead of orange, and uh, um, so that's kind of a throwback for that for that show. And then it was in a commercial recently, um, as recently as 2014. Uh, it features the original stars and the song, and uh, I don't even know what commercial it was. Oh, Auto Trader, and uh, so that was kind of cool. And then of course the controversy we talked about, but. All that controversy stuff aside, it's a beautiful car. It's really cool. It's the the car horn, just the the music. I mean, just it's it's just a fun. It was a fun show, and the car would be so much fun to drive. <laughs> so, there you go. There you go. And, and I'm sorry for putting it on my list because of racism. Don't be. It's an awesome car. <laughs> okay. It was a great show, and I grew up with it. I was just yeah. kind of giving you shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, you should. You should. You should. It, like I said. If it didn't have that, you could paint over that flag. The car is still great. You don't need to have the Confederate flag on there. But anyway, it was just the, it's the culture of the show. I mean, they were they made moonshine. They right. they were runners. I yeah. mean, it's it's the culture of that show in right. the time period. There is in the show itself for an '80s show. There's really no references or there's no like racism really in the show or no, anything so it's no. it really has nothing to do with that it's just the the the, the insignia of it but anyway i love it um good stuff and anything you don't have that on your list like you said so uh let's just let's, no. let's move on <laughs> <laughs> all right man what is your number four okay my number four i'm pretty sure is on your list someplace okay and i'm just gonna say it's his fault he didn't lock the garage. <laughs> he just he doesn't drive it. He just rubs it with a diaper. <laughs> he loves that car Ferris more than Bueller, life itself. <laughs> Sorry. Ferris Bueller's 1961 oh. Ferrari 250 GT California. California. Um, Jim, Jim, I didn't yep. put this on my list. Uh, it was, I left okay. this one off my list, but I knew you probably would because I, I freaking love this car. All right, you go ahead. I love this car. All right. Um, the Ferrari in this movie is not a real Ferrari. Okay. Um, in, in 2008, a very similar version of this Ferrari went up for auction. It sold for $10 million. Jesus Christ. At the time of the, fi- at the, time of the filming, the car was valued at 300000 So 300000 for a car for filming might have been a little bit out of Paramount's uh, budget. So they opted to use three replicas. They were uh, Moderna Spiders which okay. are a lot cheaper. Okay. Um, the third lep- replica was only a fiberglass shell, and that's the one that they drove out of the back of Cameron's house. You killed the car. You killed the car. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think the there was only... I don't even know if there was ever a Ferrari in the movie. If there was, it was only like on wide shots, but nothing ever driven was actually a Ferrari. Okay. Uh, the license plate is Nervous, N-R-V-O-U-S. I love that. <laughs> and uh, I've been to the house, or Cameron's house. It's in Highland Park, Chicago, outside of Chicago. And uh, it's not how you expect it to be. Okay. Like, you, you think that Cameron lives kind of secluded in the middle of the woods. Right. That's how they depict it. But it's just like on a street. 
and uh, there's some trees behind the house, but then there's another house's backyard right there. So it's it's not as secluded as you expect it to be. It's, it's not very big backyard for where they how they shot it. And you can even see when it when it drives out of the back of the garage, it, I think there's like a chain link fence right there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's one of the biggest parts of the entire movie is that car. Yeah, definitely a character of the of the movie. Definitely a character of the movie. This is good, Jim. Good pick. Thank you. Is that all you got on it? Yeah, don't make me feel bad. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I just didn't want to interrupt you because I, I feel like I do that a lot. <laughs> no, that's all I have. I don't have much on it. Oh, okay. This, I mean, this is great. I, I I, love this car. I always felt bad for Cameron in the movie because it looks so uncomfortable to try to sit in that little back part behind the two <laughs> seats. Hi, <laughs> Sloan. Hi, Sloan. Uh, Cameron, you comfortable? No. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the scene when he beats it up, man. Oh. Yes. And now knowing that it's obviously it's movie, they weren't gonna beat up someone's real car, you know. Yeah. But knowing it wasn't even a Ferrari, um, it makes me even feel feel it makes me feel better <laughs> that they didn't kill a Ferrari. Um, but that's a hard scene to watch. You're just like, oh, yeah. stop, just stop. They can fix that. Just stop. <laughs> you know. They tried to roll the miles off in reverse. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> well, they were high school kids, Jim. They weren't smart. <laughs> Uh, good stuff, man. I like it. That That's all? All right, let's move yeah. on. The 1961 Ferrari 250 GT, California. Less than 100 were made. My father spent three years restoring this car. It is his love. It is his passion. It is his fault he didn't lock the garage. Ferris, what are you talking about? Ooh. Ferris, my father loves this car more than life itself. A man with priorities so far out of whack doesn't deserve such a fine automobile. No, no. Apparently, you don't understand. Wow. Ferris, he never drives it. He just rubs it with a diaper. All right, well, that's, uh, let's see, my number three, Jim. Uh, mine's from a. Uh, I went back to TV. It's a television show, and it is Kit from Knight Rider. <laughs> <laughs> now here's my reason. <laughs> uh, don't laugh at me. Kit was a Pontiac Firebird, 1982. Every uh, guy with a mullet in your high school might have had one. Uh, but I love the. You know why I love this? Because this car was so ahead of its time. <laughs> like it did everything. It did everything. You sat in there. It it talked to you. Your car t- your car does that now. Uh, it it had auto drive, which Jim, you proved to me this last weekend that your car does that. Yes, I um, basically didn't drive my car right. for about twenty miles. It was kind of weird. Um, yeah, it's really weird that health thing cars do that. Anyway, uh, I <laughs> I loved it, man. It was so cool. Um, I mean, it had the Hasselhoff in it, of course, the Knight Rider show. Uh, real quick, the Knight Rider show was an NBC show, ran from 82 to 86. Starred David Hasselhoff as Michael Knight and a high-tech modern crime fighter car named Kit. Kit itself stands for, uh, what is it? Uh, Knight Industries 2000. Um, and, of course, it appeared in the original show. 
Um, there was a remake in 2008 um, that uh, they, but instead they use a, speaking of Shelby, Ford Shelby Mustangs, they use a GT500, but it's an 0809 version. Um, and then it had Val Kilmer as the voice. Um, but so we don't really, we don't talk about that one because the original show was the best and it had William Daniels as the voice of Kit. And where's William Daniels from, Jim? Uh, Boy Meets World. That's right, Mr. Feeney and Boy Meets World. Good job. I hate um, when you just drop quizzes on me. I know, but you're uh. so good, though. You, 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 you sell yourself short. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I freaking loved it. It was just so cool. It did everything. Like, every week, it felt like the writers like, what can we have the car do now? Because <laughs> they would just have it do more stuff. I, I wrote down, I'm not going to list them all, but I wrote down everything. Someone wrote down, like, everything the car can do. And it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculously long list. But some of the fun things were, um, it had a, it had a, Michael had, like, what you would consider what an Apple Watch is now. And he could talk to Kit, which is cool. Um, it had home, a homing device on it. It had a voice stress analyzer so you could tell when someone's lying. I love that one. That was fun. Um, it, it could drive on two wheels. It could, it had a medical scanner to tell if Michael's okay. <laughs> It had a bomb sniffer. Everything, like anything the writers needed that week, were like, oh, what's, uh, let's just put this in there. Kit, Kit has tear, a tear gas launcher. Oh, okay. You know, and, uh, but it was so cool. It just been, as a kid, you grew up watching it and that little red light going back and forth was so cool. And, um, they took that actually little red light from, uh, uh Battlestar Galactica, the Zylon, or the Zylon, oh, okay. uh, in that, that, so there's a little homage, paid homage to those guys. Um, very cool stuff, man. Um, uh, the, the, um, Michael, or, uh, William Daniels and, and David Hassoff never met until the Christmas party that year from the first, after the first season. And, uh, it, cause obviously William Daniels has never seen, he's just his voice. And so, um, he walked, William Daniels walked up to David Hassoff and said, uh, hi, I'm William Daniels, uh, the voice of Kit. I think we have a hit on our hands. <laughs> that's all, and that's how they met. <laughs> and so, the, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, that's just a cool. It's just a cool car, man. I, was just, I love it. And the the theme of the show was great too. But it was the it was just that back and forth light. I, I always wanted that in my car, which I think that would you can't have that on a, like a your normal car. I think that's illegal to have a flashing red light. That if you're not a emergency vehicle, pretty sure that's that's accurate, right? <laughs> on the outside, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, it's just so cool, man. I watched I watched a couple uh, clips on YouTube recently, uh, just remembering how great it was. And again, these aren't my favorite shows. We're not talking about like our favorite shows or movies, but the iconic car in it. And it, this is another one, just like the General Lee. The, the show was based on the car, and it was all about the car. Yeah. I mean, you had you had ha- the Hasselhoff, but I mean, it was all about it was all about Kit. Um, yeah, that's kind of all I got on it. Did you ever watch that show, Jim? Oh yeah, I mean, I watched Dukes of Hazard and Knight Rider, and I'm trying to think what else I would have. Oh, like The Incredible Hulk. Those are like the big three shows I watched when I was a kid. Nice. Those are good. Hey, uh, those are three good shows, Jim. Well, I I, I wasn't disputing that. Right. Um, <laughs> I was watching uh, something with the the uh, writer of uh, Ready Player One. Yeah. He was talking about you know filming the movie and being a consultant for Spielberg and stuff, but they did the interview partially in his car, which is a DeLorean with Ghostbuster decals and the inside is redone to look like Kit with the original voice. And uh, this is 
somebody else was telling me, I was telling somebody the story and somebody else told me that they had redone um, the kit car and they took sound bites from his responses in Boy Meets World and programmed oh. it so that he could say a certain 300 different things to it and the responses would be him from Boy Meets World responding back to you. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that is just mind-blowing. Yeah. Oh my God. I got to see that movie. I heard it's a lot of fun. I heard that the Plenty Player one is a lot of, a lot of fun. We got. Let's go, Jim. What, what are you doing tomorrow? We're seeing Ready Player One with you. Sweet. That's how uh, you do that. <laughs> you sure you're doing only thirty-five? Of course I am. Look at the readout yourself. Yeah. Well, then why is that cop chasing us? I wouldn't know. After all, I'm a computer, not a psychic. However, I would strongly suspect the officer behind us may be trying to meet his daily ticket quota in a somewhat irregular manner. Well, one thing's for sure, bum rap or not, I'm not taking any citation for your driving. I see. Well, listening to you explain that to the police officer should be quite fascinating. With only five miles to the county line, let's hit the turbo. Very good thinking, Mike. What is your number three, Jim? Mm, my number three... I don't even know how I can intro this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't really quote. I'm just going to say that my number three is the iconic Batmobile from the TV series used from 66 to 68. Did you put this on your list? I did not. Okay. okay. That's a great card. Uh, the Batmobile first appeared in Detective Comics number 27 in May of 1939 and that is also the first appearance of Batman himself and it was uh, an ordinary car red first Batmobile. It's kind of spiraled out of control since then. I don't even know how many different versions they are but right. there are a few iconic ones. One of them I would say is the Tumblr from the Dark Knight trilogy Right. Uh, the original uh, Batman 1989 Yep is is phenomenal but i went with the tv series um it was a it originated as a 1955 lincoln futura concept car created by ford nice um the gadgets are astronomical um there's the a cable cutter a bat ray uh, an anti-theft device which today we would just call locked doors um <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. It's I mean, come on. You uh, detect a scope, the bat scope, bat eye switch, uh, uh, police band cut in switch, automatic tire inflation, a bat computer. I mean, it just goes on and on and on That's and on. Awesome. Anything that they could think of that didn't even make sense, they would say this car had it. Right. Um, the original 66 Batmobile, uh, one of the most recognized cars in entertainment. Sold at Barrett Jackson in Scottsdale in 2013 for 4.62 million. Oh my gosh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, and it set a record for TV and movie cars when it crossed the block and sold. It's wow, that's amazing. That's a yeah, wow, okay. Um, I used to watch the show, I loved the show. My mom always hated it, why but for some reason. I think she just thought it was like way too cheesy and over the top, which it was, but it, that's why I liked it. That's why, it. yeah, that's why, that's why it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I loved it. I have this model car. I built this model car along with the 1989 version and the Tumblr. 
Uh, I love it. I should have shown it to you when it was here. It's yeah. upstairs. I wasn't allowed upstairs when I was at your house, though. No, but I almost snuck downstairs to spoon you at night. I just didn't know how you'd react. I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> Honestly, I was scared of how you would react. <laughs> well, I don't have night terrors or anything. I would have been fine. <laughs> By the way, speaking of that, yeah. have you watched the last episode of AP Bio? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And if everyone out there, if you're not watching AP Bio, you are doing yourself a disservice. That is one of oh. the, my favorite, besides Goldberg's, it's my favorite show on TV right now. Both of them. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, Pat, my God. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody, but Patton Oswald is hysterical. And he's having these, these not night terrors, but he's like sleepwalking and he's he's <sighs> dreaming that he's, uh, he's in the Underground Railroad. It's like... Uh, I, don't, I can't even tell you how hilarious. Oh my god! It is perfect. Is it any wonder my two favorite shows on TV right now have Pat and Oswald <laughs> in both of them? I mean, the guy is a genius. Oh, oh man! All right. Whew. Hey, what were you saying about the Batmobile? I didn't put this one on my I don't list. Know, I blacked out. I, this, yeah, this one um, is on my honorable mention list. But actually, the one I like better that almost made my list and it didn't is uh, 1989's Batman. The Bat- yes. that Batmobile. I yeah, love that, is, that, that car. Is great. Yeah, and it's not as good, at, or it's it's slightly better than the Batman Returns because they changed it up a little bit for Batman Returns. Yeah, um, the nineteen eighty nine is better, and then don't even get me started on Batman Forever and Batman oh. and Robin because those ones are complete dog oh, shit. Batman Forever is so bad. I don't even remember Batman and Robin. Because... Batman and Robin is worse than Batman Forever by far because Schwarzenegger plays Mister Freeze, and it was just god awful. Right. Well, the movie itself, yeah, it was pretty bad, but I don't remember the Batmobile from that oh, movie. Oh, but yeah. And yeah, it's... they were terrible. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, what else you got on the Batmobile, man? I mean, that's it, man. Just just that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. All right, that was our number threes. Number two, Jim, I already told you mine. It was Eleanor from uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. Yes, sir. Um, so what's your number two? My number two is uh, from Smokey and the Bandit. Nice. It's a 1979 Pontiac Transit. Uh, this is the black with the gold Firebird on the hood. It's beautiful. I love that car. If I were to, there's only, there's two cars. If I had unlimited money and I could buy any two classic cars, it would be this one and my number one. Um, it is the 10th anniversary of the Trans Am in 1979 when they came out with this. Um, I don't have a ton on this car, but I have a funny story. Uh, a friend of mine, he, he used to be in construction a long time ago. And uh, he and his wife were apparently doing very, very well. He built a house for him. He had a Porsche. Uh, they had a, a lot of money, more money than he clearly knew what to do with. And one night he was having trouble sleeping and he took an Ambien and didn't realize that he got online and bought a 1979 Trans Am. Wait, like a real, not a, not a model to build? He bought the Smokey and the Bandit oh Trans Am. Are you serious? Yeah, he had no idea that he did it until it arrived and then he was like oh apparently i bought this 
See kids, don't do drugs. Don't do Ambien. He, he took it for a legitimate reason, but uh, it makes you do weird things like buy Trans Ams yeah. online. Do do like hallucinogens, like uh, like mushrooms and stuff. Don't do Ambien. <laughs> anyway, that's amazing. Can I ask? Do you did you ever ask him how much it cost? Oh, he told me how much he spent on it, but I don't remember what it was. This iconic car, the seventy-seven, seventy-seven Trans Am, I think it was. Seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. Beautiful, beautiful car. Um, absolutely. I mean, this was a hard one to leave out. I left this off on this as well, and it was really hard. This one, I was teetering back and forth, which one I should put on, the, the Bandit, the General Lee, uh, and the, and the um, basically because those two, it's like, I had to put one of them. Um, I absolutely love this movie. Absolutely love this movie. Um, Smoking the Bandit 2 and 3, eh, no, but <laughs> the first one is an awesome movie. Burt Reynolds uh, is the only person that should be driving this car. <laughs> It's perfect. Did, didn't I look just like Burt Reynolds? <laughs> Except the mustache. Um, it's such a good, yeah, good, good, man, it's a good one. It's a good one. Everyone wanted a Trans Am at this point. I remember oh. my, I don't know if my brother, someone had it. I remember because you, you could get the little Matchbox car or the Hot Wheels version of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we with had the T-Tops. Yeah, with the T-Tops. So cool. So cool. Good pick, man. This was a, this one I, I thought I might take a little crap for it for not putting it on my list, but... Um, I left it off, but I'm glad you put it on. Okay. Well, God almighty, would you look at that. (laughs) Beautiful, huh? Honey, hush. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't guess we're going to be riding in a truck together this time, are we? Oh, no, son. No, son. I'll be driving this one. Hey, uh, blocker, blocker. You'll be driving the truck. This is Bandit 1, and that is uh, Bandit 2. We will... We've only had one car. Yeah. It was the same, and I really didn't think that was going to be on your list. It really surprised me. Yeah. Seeing as that we're down to our number ones, I, I know exactly what your number one is going to be at this point. Yeah. Um, do you, what What are some honorable mentions? Some honorable mentions I had. Um, uh, oh, here goes my dog. He's choking to death out there. You know, as if anyone needs a dog. Anyway, Maybe my... you should feed him at the table. <laughs> no, no. He's probably just roaming in the trash. Um, my honorable mentions, I had, uh, the, (laughs) the family truckster from vacation, the vacation movies, Mm -hmm. uh, first vacation movie, uh, lightning McQueen from the movie cars. I love my son loves that movie. I love that movie. Um, that's great. Um, I also had the Ferris Bueller car, you know, the Ferrari on mine, the A team van, Oh sure. Uh, the mystery machines, (laughs) Scooby and the gang ride around in, uh, the Magnum PI Ferrari in the Magnum PI show. On uh, the bandit of it and the Batmobile I had on there, and uh, um, I had uh, uh, James Bond's fir- uh, Austin Martin in the movie Goldfinger. It's a beautiful car. Ooh, yeah. Um, usually in almost, I think almost every Bond movie, I think there might be a few that don't have Austin Martins in it. Uh, uh, but the one in Goldfinger is a beautiful car. And um, I had <laughs> one of my album mentions were the two cars in Jurassic Park, the Ford Explorer <laughs> and the Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> I don't know why. It's probably because I love the movie so much, um, but it's so cool. I always wanted a Jeep Wrangler after that movie. Um, and the Ford Explorer, which uh, I've driven a Ford Explorer, and no, I don't want one now, but the one in the movie looks really cool. Um, so those are some of mine. What are some of your honorable mentions? Um, leaving off everything you, we've both mentioned so far, I'm going to say the Mystery Machine, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Uh, Transformers, Bumblebee. Yes. Oh, the Camaro. Yeah. Um, the Deuce Coupe and uh, American Graffiti, the Yellow Coupe. Yes. Uh, the Mirthmobile from Wayne's World. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's 
good one. <laughs> uh, Speed Racers Mach 5. And the Mutt Cuts van from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's on my honorable mentions list as well. I was just concerned that might be your number one, so I didn't, no. <laughs> didn't say it. But yeah, the no. Mutt Cuts van, which is uh, <laughs> this is great. All right, no sniffing heinies back there. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. What uh, what's our number one? Are, do you think it's the same? No, it is not. It's not okay because you know my number one. I bet. No, I get no. Okay. I know exactly what yours is, but mine's kind of a weird pick. All right, all right. And that's okay, because uh, you're kind of a weird guy, and I like that about you. Uh, my <laughs> number one, I mean, if, you know, it's the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Mm. Um, I Not only do I love the, all three movies, it's one of my favorite trilogies, but the car itself is awesome, and it is a character of that movie, and it's, um, it's beautiful. It's... Uh, it's funny. It's the first. The first time I ever saw DeLorean was this movie. Uh, after after seeing a, what a, a DeLorean actually looks like, I was like, "Hmm, I like the one in the movie better." <laughs> the DeLoreans <laughs> are very gross. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it's the one in the movie. They use three of them. Uh, a 1982 DeLorean DMC12 is the car that's used, and of course, it has a bunch of modifications to make it look like the time machine that Doc Brown uh, builds and. Uh, and it's just I don't know it's just so iconic dude it's gotta be to me it's the most iconic car for a movie or TV show out there and it's definitely my favorite and that's why it's my number one and um it's so cool um one of the cars used in filming is on display at Universal Studios Hollywood and the official Back to the Future DeLorean uh car that um they call the official one uh can be viewed at the Peterson Automotive Museum um like I said, three cars were used total. Uh, Jim, what makes time travel possible? The flux capacitor. The flux capacitor, yes. Um, and what? how many gigawatts do you need to uh, make sure you travel safely through time? Uh, is it 1.21? Yes, 1, 1, 1.21 gigawatts! Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, in the first I was movie, nervous about that answer. <laughs> in the first movie, the car is nuclear. It, it needs a petroleum to reach the 1.21 gigawatts. And uh, Marty realizes when he goes back to 1955 that he doesn't have any petroleum because it's not around <laughs> in 1955. Um, and uh, he um, uh, uses a lightning bolt to create that 1.21 gigawatts to safely go back to the future. Um, speaking of model kits like you like, um, the AMT uh, version of the DeLorean, I'm not sure what year, <clears throat> but if you bought the model kit... In the manual, it does say, quote, Because the car's stainless steel body improves the flux dispersal generated by the flux capacitor, and this, in turn, allows the vehicle smooth passage through the space-time continuum. And that's a line from the movie. <laughs> and the, the people who did the model kit put that in the instruction manual. I think it's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> later on, it adds Mr. Fusion in Back to Future 2, uh, which uh, is a uh, uses a... The fusion compactor to make the, the power so it's no longer nuclear uh, which is kind of cool um, and then of course it uh, they go when it goes back to 1885 um, it can't use Mr. Fusion because the car itself actually runs on gasoline and there's no gasoline <laughs> back then so they use a train to push it um, which is kind of cool um, <clears throat> what happens when you this baby reaches 88 miles per hour Jim? Well, you travel back in time. Right, and you're going to see some serious shit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what Doc Brown said. Um, and then one of my favorite lines of the movie <clears throat> is, um, wait, 
you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? And then Doc Brown <laughs> says, well, I figured if you're going to build a time machine, do it with some style. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, we might not have never had this car, this this vehicle. Um, the original concept for the time machine in Back to the Future was going to be um, a, a refrigerator. They were going to build it out of like a refrigerator where you just step into something. Um, and they chose to change, change to a car, which was uh, a good move. Um there is only about, uh, well, it's, it seems like a lot, but it really isn't. 6,500 DeLorean motor cars still exist. Um, they were only made for three years, but there's, from, or 81 to 83, but there's about 6,500 of them out there in the world still. Um, I've never seen one in person. Have you ever seen one, Jim, driving around or anything? Uh, no, yeah, actually, I have seen them driving around. Yeah. And uh, the original, the, the the very first DeLorean to ever roll off the line is in a museum here in Cleveland. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, they are different. They are weird. They're, it's weird. The stainless steel body and stuff. It definitely is. Uh, some people think it's they're br- beautiful. I don't think so, but I, I love the Back to the Future car. It's definitely futuristic looking, which made it perfect for the movie. Um, but it's... Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, the story, if you ever, people like wonder why, like if you if you are wondering why they only made him for three years and stuff, look up the history of John DeLorean and the DeLorean Motor Company. Very interesting, um, and how uh, he basically I think snorted up everything through his nose, and that's why he lost. I think he had a tax problem, <laughs> and that's why he no longer <laughs> makes cars. But um, yeah, it's just awesome. It's the best car, and this would not be like the most comfortable ride or anything. But I mean, Jim, it could travel through time. I mean, who cares? And uh, It'd be awesome, and and we found out also in this movie that the uh, Libyans can't drive ninety miles an hour because, uh, um, you know, Marty tested them. He's like, "Let's see if these bastards can do 90. And we found out they can't, and then he goes back in time. Uh, so yeah, it's great. I love it. Uh, anything you didn't put this on your list, which is fine. W- w- anything else on it though? I know you really know these movies as much as I do too. So uh, no, I was just gonna say that there's one here in Cleveland. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Good for Cleveland. Another win for Cleveland, Jim. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. All right, buddy. Uh, what's your number one? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so I kind of did it backwards. I was, I have a favorite car mm-hmm. and I was trying to match a movie to the car <laughs> essentially. Right. But it's a movie that we've talked about and it's one of my favorite movies actually. Uh-huh. And it makes the movie like it's, it's a great movie, but the fact that this car is a center point of the movie sells, sells it to me. Uh, it's a little comedy that maybe not a lot of people have seen called sex drive. <laughs> that's a great movie if you haven't seen it check it out i love this movie i mean it's it's up to the caliber of like a super bad type of a comedy it's very 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 funny it's got um a guy named clark duke in it who's hysterical he was a real life roommates with um uh what's his name he was in um well he's in super bad Michael Sarah. Oh, so, yeah. They're like they're like best friends. James Marsden, who played Cyclops in X in X Men. Seth Green's in it. Katrina Bowden, who was in uh, Thirty Rock. Uh, uh, Charlie McDermott, who's in the middle. Um, some actual like good actors in this movie. Yeah, it's a good. Uh, movie. But it's about uh, it. It really is. It's about a high school kid who uh, meets a girl online named Miss Tasty, and he's in Chicago, and he's driving to Knoxville, Tennessee, to meet her, and he steals his brother's. Um, my favorite car, a 1969 GTO Judge. Yeah. 
uh, steals his judge and drives to Knoxville, Tennessee to meet this girl. That's the whole movie, and it's hysterical. And it's an amazing movie, and I kind of want to watch it tonight. I kind of do, too. Um, it, uh, oh, man, good pick, man. Good pick. Now, wait a minute. Now, is that the same car in uh, Daisy and Confused? Is it the same year? Good everything? question. Yeah. It is It is not. The the one in Daisy and Confused is a 1970 GTO Judge. Okay. This is a 1969 GTO Judge. Okay. So, very close. Um so the GTO is it's Pontiac, Pontiac GTO, made from 64 to 74. But the the edition called known as the Judge was made from 69 to 71. And the Judge um, was named after the comedy routine Here Comes the Judge uh, from Rowan and Martin's Laughing. Here comes Judge, here comes Judge. <laughs> Sorry. So the advertisements use slogans like All Rise for the Judge and The Judge Can Be Bought. Um, it was originally conceived as a low-cost GTO. A lot of the features were stripped out, and it was to compete with the Plymouth Roadrunner as more of a muscle car, really. Yeah. The GTO Judge package cost $332 more than the GTO package. Okay. <laughs> yeah, with less features. Um, it had a lot of other more... It had, like, wider wheels, different rims, a Hearst shifter, um different decals had a rear spoiler that the GTO didn't have um, and the judge was initially only offered in carousel red and then midway through uh, the 69 model year they started offering it in other colors but that red with black interior is like the iconic GTO judge color it's the one that's in uh, Days Confused at the, at the first scene when Sweet Emotion is playing and the car comes around the corner oh, so good. right there Yeah, um, it's almost orange but, though right? It is almost orange, yeah. And they came out with they came out with an orange color later on. Um, I can't remember what they called it, what the orange was called. And it's it's uh, a much paler orange than what they call the carousel red. Um, but the '69 GTO Judge is my favorite car of all time. And then this movie is hysterical, and it would be great if it had any car in it. But right. the fact that it's my favorite car makes this movie so much better. That's it's a good and you're right it is a different pick but it's a good pick because I have seen this movie I think I saw this movie based on your recommendation like years ago I think you told me <laughs> to see this movie and I did and it's it's a great movie it's funny coming kind of a coming of age tale well I don't know I mean it's just like a, almost like a yeah, the movie Road that. Trip kind of very similar concept yeah but and you're right the the car really makes that movie like makes that their trip better like it's just so cool and totally. the, the brother chasing him down for the car the, oh, man. the guy the brother you said it was the dude from uh the place in x-men what's his name james marston yeah he's hilarious in that movie man he's so funny in it and seth uh seth green plays um an amish guy <laughs> right right and who uh, fixes they go to, cars like, yeah <laughs> yeah who knows how to fix a gto in a barn and then like they go to like a, a Fall Out Boy concert, and all these Amish kids are on Rumspringa, and it's like, oh my god, it's so funny! <laughs> really, so funny. Uh, that's good though. Yeah, good pick, Jim. I know this. I you've mentioned this car being one of your favorites to me a few different times, and it is a beautiful car. Um, I would GTO is one of those cars I wish I could have. Uh, I, I I love the one from Days of Confused. Um, yeah, probably because that's like the first time I ever really got a good look at one. You know, like. Um, cause I wasn't really into cars, especially older cars, you know, back, you know, until 
really into I got into high school and like the cars are cool and um yeah good pick man good job I like it I thank like you. it thank you well good good job to you sir well, well thank you need some help <laughs> yeah but no offense Oh, right, because I'm Amish, so I wouldn't know anything about your 69 GTO Judge. 455 Big Block, Ram Air, 411 Posse, something like that? Weird, that thing must have fallen straight from space. Well, good luck with the future ride, space man. Hey, hey dude, wait up. All right, man, uh, that was fun. That was a good list, I think. I liked, I liked mine, I liked yours. I wasn't uh, sad that I left some off because you uh, followed up by putting them on yours, so that, that works, right? So. Yeah, I think it worked. Uh, yeah. I wanted to say uh, our our good friend of the pod, uh, Tom, who is in our our liquor episode. Yeah. Um, he told me tonight that he listens to reruns of our show to fall asleep to. <laughs> not not because we're boring, but because it's familiar no, to sleep. So yeah, that's nice. It's nice. It's because we're uh, it's because we're boring. It's because we're boring. It's and not. That, it's it's not. I know that's right up there with that Duluth City Councilor who said we are mildly mildly entertaining. No, but he might be the only person who's ever listened to one of our shows more than one time. That's true. That is true. And yeah. I, uh, if there's more people out there who've listened to it over and over again, uh, God bless you and thank you. <laughs> we really appreciate that. <laughs> um, oh man. Um, so this top five cars, we had a lot of people write in with theirs. I'll just get to a couple here. Kevin wrote in. Uh, he mentioned the Ecto-1 and the DeLorean 2. Family truckster he had on his. Um, the Homer? Is there a car from The Simpsons called the Homer, right? I think that's what they, he's talking about there. I, may, I, I People are going to give me shit, but I think that I don't know as many, much Simpsons as I'd like. At least newer Simpsons stuff. Um, and he had the Mystery Machine. Um Sean had uh, oh he wrote he, he wrote down all the he had the, basically the same cars you had Jim which is cool that's good nice yeah um, and uh, oh he had the eighteen van on his though um, Mike said the the Austin Martin from Goldfinger and of course the the DeLorean um, and Aiden picked the DeLorean Eleanor the Mirthmobile <laughs> yeah and the the Ecto one and the Dodge Challenger from the show Vanishing Point, which I didn't really watch Vanishing Point, but I, I was re- researching. I saw that car pop up, and it's a beautiful car. And so good stuff. I thank you for everyone writing in. We are going to do a show next week. We're not going to take another week off, but we're not uh, not going to tell you what we're doing. It's a surprise. You'll have to watch the news tomorrow. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means either. All right. Um, anything else, Jim? No. <laughs> Well, can you at least tell people where they can find us, talk to us, and hear us? No. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcast and all the social medias. All the social medias. All right, man. Well, I'll let you go. I'm going to call you back in five minutes, though. No. One.